Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Pastor Corey, it's good to be back with you uh, here in the studio for yet another edition of the podcast. Yeah. And uh, number 125 something. or 6 or something. Well, it is good to be here, Tim. And uh, yeah, it is October now. Is this our yeah. first podcast of October? It is. 2019, um, we had snow when we we woke up Sunday morning, and a lot of our friends in Spokane had snow all day, almost all day Saturday, and then snow overnight and on the ground, sticking on the ground Sunday morning. That was weird. Yes. In September. Thankfully, it didn't last long. Thankfully, but uh, may have done some damage to crops out there and just a strange, strange weather event. hasn't happened in nearly... Nearly a hundred years, um, but but it yeah. is just October. Praying for some warmer weather yet, right? Yeah, um, I'd I'd like that. So I we did enjoy a couple of uh, decent days. Uh, you and I were both up at Ross Point Camp. Yeah, that was great. Uh, and there was a the first day was pretty miserable, and then there was some sunshine uh, and and a little bit of warmth into the fifties. I think. Yeah, and yesterday <laughs> so was nice. Yesterday was nice. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get you know even even some more. Uh, more warmth would be good for so the this farmers. Is, this so. is your Palouse Church on a Hill weather 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 station yeah. from yeah. Tim and Corey. Uh, I've often I've often thought that uh, you and Tom could do a weather report uh, in the morning from the bus because you oh, sometimes yeah. Yeah. banter back and forth about. Yes. Well, I ask him if it's raining in Garfield. Yeah, 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 and yeah. things like that. that could be we fun. Could. People could tune in. Yeah. Uh, and you and I were up at the leadership tune-up at Ross Point, and I got to do a pre-conference workshop, did mental health first aid for 22 ministry leaders yeah. from from the west coast of Washington, down to uh, Boise, down to Boise yeah. and a few folks in between, um, and got to do a mental health first aid training. Yeah, it was, it was, it was great, and got to teach a couple of workshops. Um, so it kind of felt like a working retreat for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we it did was. we did a workshop, big big ministry footprint in a small town, and just told some of our approaches and strategies and mindsets of our ministry here. But uh, but besides that, we got to hear from a couple great speakers and good worship up there. Yeah, and always good food. Always. What's your favorite Ross Point cookie? They have wonderful oh, the cookies. Cookie? Yeah. Boy, um, it's tough, you know, isn't it? You know, it's simple it, yeah. and classic, but a good chocolate chip cookie yeah. is always Tough a hit with me. And yeah. we had some of those while we were up there, and I really liked that. Was it the molasses uh, cookie we also had? The molasses yes, cookie that, is another of my favorites. They make yeah. a very good one when it's nice and soft. That I'm going to go with the molasses. Yeah, so yeah. I'm glad we said that. It's a hard that. call. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, I like I, them both. Yeah. It's like picking between your kids, right? It is. You should pick a favorite. Like you shouldn't pick a favorite. You shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. shouldn't. Oh, okay. no. That's right. No, no, no. Uh, you just enjoy them just, all. You enjoy them all for right. what they are. They're all That's right. different yes. and unique and wonderful. <laughs> and so we have... October is just a month where we kind of cruise. Sunday school has started. We're in the Lord's Prayer series. We're going to we're gonna take a break from that kind of this week. You're going to talk about... Talk about that in a bit. We're going to go backwards a little bit, yeah. We want to talk about something in November. The first Sunday in November is our Harvest of Community Dinner. Yeah. And uh, Talk about good food. Yeah, we have some good food. It's I don't great know what our menu is. Do we know yet? Not yet. Well, we will. It's always good. But it's a free dinner for the community. Um, 
Do we take donations? I always forget. No, not no, usually. No, it's a free dinner. So Part of we, our one of the things or... we've talked about is, because uh, this year we haven't, well, each year we try to recognize a different group and give thanks for them publicly. And, right. And this year we're giving thanks for the food pantry uh, and the work that they do in our community to make sure that uh, people who need help with food have access to quality food uh, yeah. so they don't go hungry. And uh, we did an event a few weeks ago, the Buffalo Barbecue. We raised money for that. Uh, and so we're going to present a check to them at the Harvested Community Dinner for uh, what we were able to raise. And then uh, we had talked about, and maybe we'll just put it out there, that maybe people could bring a, bring a donation or bring uh, something for the you food bank yeah. to the event. Uh, so. We need- we need so to do that. Let's find that. out what so they we'll need. We'll find out what they need specifically. We're going to get this out. Maybe we'll do yeah. a dedicated podcast to that. Um, you know, five minutes or so. What does Police Food Pantry need that they don't often get? And yeah. put that out there. Um, get the word out about that. About that with a list too. For those of you who don't want to listen to a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we can post it on Facebook. You know what I, I heard yeah. is some people like our 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 rarely made but definitely watched videos. Oh yeah, we haven't yeah, done Maybe we can in a make while. a video where we show the kind of things that uh, yeah. need to be donated. Yeah, that'd be fun. Is that kind of boring? I don't know. I don't know. Because I just talked to somebody who watched our Ash Wednesday, Ash making that one was great. Ash making video at the leadership tune-up. A, uh, a ministry leader like I watched the whole thing more than once. We're, we've never done Ash Wednesday. He was saying, and we, "Oh neat. We're going to do Ash Wednesday, and you guys inspired us." And I was like, "Much bigger ministry." I was like. Really? <laughs> okay. You know, Whatever. That's, that's We're what, weird. But we didn't even, that was such a spur of the moment yeah. deal. And, uh, well, that's one of the great yeah. things about leadership tune-up as we gather together as ministry leaders from across the Northwest is the sharing of ideas and, yeah. and helping each other grow our ministries yeah. and find new ways to connect with, with people in the community and help them deepen their faith. And, and so how great is that? Yeah. I know I had the opportunity to talk to some, I talked about the podcast a little bit with some people. Yeah. And, had they listened yeah. to it? Uh, nope, some okay. some potential new. Oh you know, wow! So like, well, well cool. let me send you links to we, this. We and almost this need and, a uh, a podcast business card that we can give to people. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, if we can get it cheap. Yeah, maybe we'll make our cheap. own. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, there's a couple of churches that do Facebook Live their services just because of us, or yeah. they they kind of started after conversations yeah. with us. Yeah. That's kind of neat. So you never know what God that. will do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy said he's he's actually Brian, uh, my friend. He he said he actually saved the palm branch, palm branches, but he hasn't told anybody in his ministry yet. He's figuring out how to launch it because they've never done that. You know, seems yeah. a little bit different for their church. So anyway, uh, but harvest dinner is harvest what we were dinner. talking about. Palouse food pantry. Palouse food pantry. Okay. First Sunday in November, which is like November third. Third at five p.m. Five p.m. We're gonna have a dinner. Fel- we're gonna Paul. yeah, and yeah. food donations with food a video donations. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so put that on your calendar. Make plans to be here. Yeah, Support put it on the other people's pantry. calendar. Put it on, yeah, just grab their phone, add it to their calendar. <laughs> just, yeah, whatever it takes. Sounds like something you'd do to me. <laughs> like, what's this event? <laughs> I, I don't do that too often. Uh, uh, often, yes, yes. Let's see. Tim, you are preaching this Sunday. I am running a half marathon. Not yes. preaching. I'm so grateful to be preaching and not running a half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see how well I run. I've been kind of under the weather and my training has taken a hit. But um, I want to read the text you've been preaching. And you didn't choose an easy one here, Tim. Uh, no. I didn't assign this to Tim. He, he chose a very good text. Uh, and it's from Matthew 5, 43 through 48. Yeah. So I want to read it and then I'm going to 
quiz you on all kind of yeah. questions. Well, we'll okay. see. It's not Sunday yet, so I may not have all the okay. answers. Okay, but... <laughs> fair enough. I'm sure you're still preparing. That's good. Um, you have heard it. Oh, excuse me. Well, I'm that's... not preaching this. I can't even read it. Yeah. Okay. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Wow. There's some good stuff there, Tim. Uh, yeah, what, there's what probably it, about six sermons in oh, there or yeah. something. Yeah, when I did the Sermon on the Mount, I... I don't know how long I spent there, but it was more I know. More Could than you one. believe that guy who said he was doing 25, <laughs> 25 sermons on Acts? What an amateur. I couldn't believe that. Oh, Tim's talking about one of oh, our yes. wonderful, wonderful, speakers. Wonderful, wonderful speakers. And he mentioned that he did a huge sermon series, 25 sermons on Acts. And Tim like, and I thought, rookie. Rookie. No, he's not a rookie. He's, he's not a very rookie. experienced he's man. Excellent, excellent. He yeah. knows how to boil things down to their essence, yes. which I am still <laughs> learning how to do. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, but this so, is great... So this is Jesus uh, teaching the Sermon on the Mount to followers and uh, telling them to love their enemies, pray for those who persecute. And pray for those who persecute. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, so yeah. what is there to say here, Tim? Well, I mean... Well, uh, there's, you know, there's uh, lots to say, but, um, you know, when we talked about, well, what, you know, because you were going to be gone and what should we, what should I preach on? Mm -hmm. um, since we're talking about prayer... Uh, that's what I was looking for, was how can I fit something in that's also about prayer? And there's this wonderful and challenging scripture that's just previous to, to the Lord's Prayer in, in chapter 6. And so it kind of provides, I think there's a connection here for us and, and this, this command to not just love your enemies, but pray for those who persecute you. And, and so we're going to be talking about, well, why and what does this mean and how does this connect to the Father? Uh, there's some kind of indications here you can see. You, there's a father, so that you the, may the be sons of here. your Father. Right. right, and that's the, the lead-in to the Lord's Prayer is our Father. Our Father, yeah. Right, and so there's some, there's some really good connections. Of course, I mean, Jesus preached this sermon. Mm -hmm. Great connections. He's a good preacher. <laughs> um, and we'll see if we can do any bit of justice to it. Uh, but we'll be uh, covering this whole section, but uh, focusing on that love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you okay. and how... How do we do that? So when you do that, when you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that has a connection to being children of our Father who is in heaven. That, that, so does that mean that, that being in the Father's family has something to do with being transformed into a person uh, who loves their enemies and who... Pray, I mean, is that what that is saying, or is that the direction you're going with this? Well, I, I think the simple answer is yes. Uh, that There's this, you, you know, you have a son, I have a son, we have children, and mm -hmm. oftentimes, uh, you know, 
our children reflect uh, who we are. Yeah. Hopefully they reflect the best of who we are uh, because we're not perfect like our Heavenly Father is perfect. Mm. Uh, but hopefully they reflect the best things about us. And uh, when we are, you know, when when we have a relationship with God, when we, we enter into that and uh, we become adopted into his family, and we are, uh, Scripture tells us that, that we're we're adopted as his sons, that we're joint heirs in the kingdom, and that, but as his children, we should reflect his his heart. And so, if we um, if we are his children, then we should be acting as he would act. And so, loving our enemies is how is a manner in which God acts, mm. and something we should we should uh, we should mirror in our own lives uh, here on earth. So, part of our prayer life, as we talk about. Um, being people who pray um, and honestly talk to God and listen to God, we're to include praying for those who persecute us. Yeah. Um, it's ouch, right? Yeah. We, <laughs> like, in our culture, we're kind of trained, you know, talk negatively about those who persecute you, um, insult those who persecute you, uh, undermine them, cut mm -hmm. them off. Yeah. Um, but that's very, very different from pray for those who persecute you. Uh, now, I, I'm presuming that doesn't mean you have to like everything they do, right? What, what, what's, what's, what's contained well, the, within pray for those who persecute you? What do you, what do you think's within that? Um, well, I, I think that this is, this is perhaps, this section comes at, at the is a culmination of this this kind of first chapter, and there's this after the beatitudes there are six statements of antithesis and and jesus says you have you're heard, gonna have to break that down for us right. you, know, you have heard it said uh, yeah. and there's like six but of these I, statements but i say to you uh, and so he draws these contrasts between what has commonly been accepted as the teaching or what has become the teaching in in the synagogue and uh what he is in fact calling uh God's people too, which is different. And this section is the culmination of all of those, the sixth one. And it really gets to perhaps the highest, uh, most difficult um, obstacle for any uh, follower of Christ, which is to love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And uh, as, as the example of, of uh, at the end of the at the end of the chapter in verse forty eight, we have that statement: "You therefore must be perfect, as uh, your heavenly Father is perfect." And that is kind of the culmination of to love your enemies uh, is is the culmination of what that means to be perfect. And Jesus Himself on the cross, we we hear Him pray for His enemies. He says, "Father, forgive them; they don't know what they're doing." Right. Um, and, and can we get to that point? Uh, and that statement, that prayer for enemy, for Jesus's own enemies, quote unquote, is is a perhaps the truest, most uh, uh, biggest statement of love okay. uh, that he ever made, and that we could, you know, ever make it too. So, if we are transformed by by him into disciples, and we're we're living for his kingdom, his purposes, his plan. Um, living in his family, he's our father, then in that kingdom, the rule is, or the way of living is, we're supposed to be people who um, are good or loving to 
Anybody, everybody. Everybody. Equally. The good yeah, and the, the evil, good and the, the evil. unjust and the right. just. The, and the, you know, what Jesus says at the beginning of that statement, you have heard it said you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Well, nowhere in Scripture does it say that. It says you shall love your enemy. In, in, in Leviticus, that's a direct quote from Leviticus, you shall love your enemy. Mm-hmm. But the, but the uh, Jewish religious leaders had kind of tacked on this, which is human nature, which is we have a strong positive, and so we kind of add this strong negative to it. Well, if we're supposed to love uh, our neighbor, then we should hate our enemies and and this had become part of their culture and they had uh, this was what they had they had lived for hundreds of years I mean like this under this teaching and God's calling them uh, to something else you know mm-hmm. this is not and, and when you pray for your when you pray for your enemies uh, when you pray for those who are persecuting you it also kind of breaks down this it really breaks down the barrier because it's really hard to hate someone you're praying for right. if you're if you're truly honestly praying for them and uh, and soon uh, as you as you pray and you keep praying then um, your heart gets softened and becomes more like God's toward them as you um, you aren't moving towards a, it's it's not a romantic love or no. anything like that but a but the agape love, the true caring for one another, that wanting, Jesus comes, wanting, wanting the best for them, wanting kind of, the best for yeah. them, yeah. And uh, even if they continue to act as enemies towards us, we are wanting the best for them. Uh, you know, some of the Old Testament, you're you're right on that. Um, it doesn't it doesn't say you shall hate your enemy directly, but you know, there's quite a bit in the Old Testament about killing enemies or getting rid of other people and. Uh, we can kind of see how they they assumed God wanted them to hate people, and that's a big topic. But I think what we're seeing here that's is another, yeah. the father's heart. <laughs> the father's heart was never to hate people. He longs for all men to be saved. He makes his son to rise on the evil and the good, the rain on the just and the unjust. Right, and yeah. if that's who the father is, then um, we want to be like our our father um so when it says in verse 48 and i don't know if this is the focus of your message but when it says you you therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect is there any hope for us to be perfect i mean how do we how are we able to participate in this not on our own right okay Uh, you know uh the command is still there that we are to be perfect as our heavenly father is perfect clearly we can't do any we we can't love our neighbor as ourself without the help of the Holy Spirit, without, without God's help. It's just not possible. Okay. And, and so, um, <clears throat> but this opens the door for us to, in the power of the Holy Spirit, to work towards that perfection. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, we are made perfect in Christ. Uh, we have that assurance. It's great. In our everyday living, we mess it up. Uh, yeah. But with God's help, He can help. He He helps us uh, continue to grow in that as we strive to be more like Him. Yeah, we were just talking about this last night in in a Bible study that you know in Christ our our position is secure. We right. positionally we are made righteous, pure, right. spotless. Experientially, you know, we have the opportunity to pursue holiness and pursue righteousness, and we have the Holy Spirit given to us um yeah so that 
we we are given what we need to love our enemies, and yet it's going to be a journey, right? Um, yeah. So, um, so how are we going to talk about how we? What are some ways we can pray for our enemies? Are you going to give us some handles to? think about or are you going to tell us like your top five enemies you pray for Ohio State fans oh don't even mention them um, I can't I, I met Wisconsin Badgers I don't know what do you I met a Buckeye you know again this every time I go to Ross Point there's well, a Buckeye there that drives well, me nuts I'm trying to tell you I know, that's I know. what this scripture is all about no. right I mean we got to get real here yeah, yeah. it's football season well, and, you know maybe <laughs> well you know I, th- I think we're going to this is really I think this is one of the more difficult things is identifying a true enemy and what does that look like. Well, and do we and do so, we identify them as enemies or do we identify them as people who persecute us? Because yes, okay, yes, oh, yeah. all right, <laughs> yes. Uh, pray for your enemies and those who persecute you, or love your enemies and those who persecute you. Those they could be the same people. They might define they might, themselves as an enemy to us. They could, but that doesn't mean we have to say, "Well, you're my enemy." Right? You're somebody's persecutor. Um, me. Is there a difference there? Yes, I okay, think there okay, is. Okay. I think there is. Um, but what we're, yeah, we'll try to get some handles on, uh, I, I, you know, I can't define enemies for people. I can give examples of somebody who, yeah. who, who might be an enemy or a way in which you might be persecuted. Um, and then we can talk about some tools some, for... Somebody um, undermining you at work. Yeah. You know, like... Mm, That's a good example. Giving you a bad evaluation when they know you did a good job or yeah. something. They don't, you know, I think... They may not be somebody who wants to kill you or your children or something. Yeah, but, but. it can be even just somebody who, um, somebody you you don't get along with. Yeah, uh, okay. Who rubs you the wrong way, right? Right. right. Yeah, we have yeah. the we have these people who we come into conflict with from time to time, some more regularly than others, and they just grate on you, right? right. There's something about them that just gets gets you, and and and. Um, there's a way for us to to pray for them and to and to love them the way that God would would demonstrate His love, uh, and so in that way it can help us develop in our own Christ likeness, which is what we're called to do. Yeah, there's um, oh gosh, there's a saint. Uh, I don't know if she's a saint actually. Uh, oh man, her prayer was the prayer of little things. I think. Uh, Therese Lesseau, maybe, or something like that, French name, but she she would take people in the, the convent, and she would intentionally reach out to those who were hardest to love, or mm, we might say yeah. annoying, or yep, whatever, and yep. hardest for her, personally, yeah. and maybe for folks in the community, and, and reach out and pray for their blessing, and how could she build relationship with them, and, and serve them, and what are the little things that she could do to bless people. Anyway, that was one idea yeah, but we're, yeah. we're coming up on our time here yeah so come join us on Sunday and check it out we're going to explore this 9 a.m. 11 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. in Pullman yeah well thanks for all for listening this has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop studio in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington have a blessed day